Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show that's all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more. With our rotating cast of experts, you can catch up on past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts or on the radio.com app. Favorite Talk 1370, click on Ask the Experts, and the podcasts are right there for you. You can also email your questions for any of our experts. We'll have them on a future show. Ask the experts at talk1370.com. Joining us again on the show today, our guest is attorney Ali Akhtar, the Akhtar Law Firm. On the web at actarlaw.com. Ali, welcome back to Ask the Experts. Thanks very much. Glad to be here. Today we're going to talk about business law is our topic. Before we get too far into that, for listeners that might not have caught your past episodes, tell us a little bit about yourself, your firm, and your background. My name is Ali Akhtar, and I've been a licensed practicing attorney in Austin since November of 2000, so it's been 19 years now. Uh, I started my own firm, the Actar Law Firm, in April of 2014, so it's been about five and a half years. Uh, I really enjoy helping um, small and medium and larger businesses uh, here in Texas with their various legal needs. One reason is because I am a small business owner. I, I am a solo practitioner, and I'm, I'm the owner of my own law firm, so I really do understand the unique challenges, and uh, I really enjoy helping people be profitable and uh, stay within compliance with the law. Obviously, our topic today is business law. Talk a little bit about what does a business attorney do for someone who may not know? Well, more than anything, uh, a business attorney should be somebody who helps you protect your bottom line, should be somebody who helps you stay profitable within the bounds of the law, and really helps you stay out of trouble and in compliance with the law. So basically, think of a business attorney as being a watchdog for your business. He helps protect you and keep you profitable and keep doing what, what it is that you want to do, which is sell your goods and services and leave all the legal issues to him. Someone might think, you know, obviously, I know here in Austin, as with many areas across the country, there's a lot of, you know, do-it-yourself and uh, entrepreneur-type mentality. People might think a business attorney is just for a big company. Why is it important that I have one for my small business? First of all, no small business should sell themselves short. I mean, what could be a small business today could turn into a big business tomorrow, and you want to make sure things start out right and that you have the least amount of problems from the ground floor. Especially in the early stages when your money is tight, that's, I think, when you really need good guidance. For example, I can tell you that I've had very small business clients come into me seeking expensive things like patents or federal trademarks that they don't need uh, on their products or on their services. So I help guide them as to what's the best, most cost-effective use of their dollars in the early stages, and then help counsel them as to what they can do as they grow. I've had issues with clients not buying the kinds of insurance that they do need in the early stages of their business and thinking that they're saving money by not buying that insurance. But I help counsel them and advise them as to how they may be looking at much bigger problems down the road if, if, if they take that approach. I mean, there's so many things that a small business can do. It, it starts with, you know, what's the right formation for your business entity? 
what kind of uh, contracts you need drafted for how you're going to deal with third parties and vendors, uh, reviewing, negotiating your commercial leases, resolving employee issues if you have employees, negotiating or litigating your business disputes, and, and helping you maximize your assets. For example, if you have things that do deserve copyright or trademark protection, you want to get an attorney to help you get those things. That's something that small and medium businesses can do just as much as large businesses. Our guest is attorney Ali Akhtar, the Akhtar Law Firm. We're talking about the topic of business law today. If you've got a business idea, maybe you've got an established business and you don't quite have everything buttoned up on the, uh, on the legal front, or maybe you just want a second opinion, schedule a consultation today. Ali would be happy to talk to you about your needs, your business, and figure out a way to not only protect your bottom line, but also offer guidance and counsel to grow your business. 512-879-1935 or on the web, actarlaw.com. Ali, you mentioned their uh, formation of business. There's a number of different business entity types. How do I know what type is best for me if I'm just starting out a business? There's several types, and I can kind of run through each of those briefly. Uh, the first type is what we call a DBA, which stands for doing business as. It's another way of saying that you're just a sole proprietor. If you don't have any employees, if you like doing all your own paperwork, your own accounting, this is the kind of setup that might be right for you. I'll just volunteer that that's how my firm is set up. I'm, I'm a DBA. It's Ali A. Akhtar doing business as the Akhtar Law Firm. There's minimal fees for doing it. All you have to do is just go ahead and register your DBA certificate with the county clerk in the county where your headquarters business is. So, for example, for me, that's here in Travis County. It's easy to, to operate that way because you can basically take distributions from your business whenever you want in any amount that you want. Then the next step up would be if you want to form a corporation, if you want to incorporate your business. There's a little bit more formality there. It takes more registration and fees because you have to register your corporation with the Secretary of State of Texas. There can be more tax savings for doing it that way, depending on whether you're going to be an S corporation, which is basically a small corporation, versus a C corporation, which is a larger one. There are some other formalities you have to do, though. You have to set up a minimal salary and a payroll for yourself because when you're a corporation, you are not only the owner or shareholder of your corporation, you're also the employee of your own corporation. An LLC, which stands for Limited Liability Company, is something that's come to be the best of both worlds. It's, it's a little bit simpler in its filings than a corporation, and it has a lot of the same tax savings. You have to go ahead and set yourself up again with a, a salary or a payroll you are like a sole proprietor of your own LLC with the tax advantages and benefits of having a corporation. One thing I noticed you didn't mention there is partnership. Let's say, again, in the entrepreneurial spirit, let's say I have someone, we've got this great business idea, we want to do a business partnership. Is that a good idea? It can be. It depends. Um, partnerships have started to become a little bit less popular, especially as LLCs have come about. But there's nothing wrong with doing a partnership. A general partnership is a lot like doing a DBA. It's just a DBA that involves two people instead of one. Now, if you want to decide whether or not you want to do a partnership with someone, it's going to depend on these things. Do you need a partner? I mean, the person that is, is coming into your business, is that person bringing in a special skill that you don't have? Is that person bringing in a lot more business through marketing or networking contacts? Or does that person have specific knowledge of the goods or services that, that you deal in? Second question, do you trust that partner? These days you have to do due diligence. Um, do you know about other businesses and, and other um, issues or cases they've been involved in? But most importantly, do you have a very clear written agreement or understanding with that partner? 
Uh, a lawyer can help you draft an agreement, but it's, it's very crucial to have one because in any partnership or even corporation or LLC, there has to be some kind of operating agreement that really spells out the roles of each partner, their rights, their responsibilities. For example, is there going to be a base salary for each partner, a base compensation that they get for doing cer certain work for the organization? How much is their buy-in or capital contribution to the company? What about the decision-making or voting rights process? And what about if one partner wants to go ahead and cash out? Can he just go sell his interest to anybody else? Or do, do the other partners have the right of first refusal to get that share back? I mean, all of this needs to be spelled out very carefully in some kind of operating agreement. If it's not, there's guaranteed to be problems down the road. I'll just give you one brief example. I, I had a situation where I was trying to help one particular uh, who thought he was a partner to an LLC, but the other partner was treating him as if he was not one. My client had put in money to the LLC, but there wasn't clear documentation or an operating agreement. So he believed he was becoming a 50-50 partner in the business. But the other person was saying, no, you were just making a loan to the LLC, so all you are is a creditor. Well, that led to a costly and problematic litigation for those two folks. Very important. Anytime you're beginning a business or entering into any kind of agreement, it, it's as Ali was mentioning, you need to have those agreements documented. You need to have them all fleshed out. And that's why it's an important to have a business attorney on your side to protect your bottom line and not only offer you the guidance and counsel to help grow your business or get it off the ground if it's just an idea that Ali can help you navigate those paths and figure out the best way forward. Schedule a consultation today, 512-879-1935, actarlaw.com, A-K-H-T-A-R-L-A-W.com. The Actar Law Firm, our guest today, Attorney Ali Akhtar. We're talking business law. That's our topic today. We'll cover a whole lot more when we come back after this. You're listening to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. And welcome back to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. Today, our topic is business law. Our guest is attorney Ali Akhtar, the Akhtar Law Firm. We're talking about all things business law, whether you've got a business idea you're looking to get off the ground and you just need that legal guidance to figure out how to set it up correctly. Maybe you've got an established business and you didn't quite dot all the I's and cross the T's when you were getting it going, or you just need a second opinion. 
Schedule a consultation today with Ali, 512-879-1935, aktarlaw.com, A-K-H-T-A-R-L-A-W.com. Ali, before the break, we were talking about kind of the different business entities that someone can establish. Let's talk about taxation, and that's definitely an important decision or an important factor, I guess, in the decision of which entity type you go with. What type of entity is best or better? for my taxes. Yeah, so we, we briefly got into this topic a couple minutes ago, but I can go ahead and summarize it like this. With a DBA or a sole proprietorship, everything that comes in, your revenue minus your expenses is gonna be taxable, whether you take a distribution on that or not. In other words, whether you transfer that money from your business account to your personal account or not. Because legally, there's no distinction between the person and the DBA or sole proprietorship business. You also have to calculate and pay quarterly estimated taxes throughout the year if you're going to do a sole proprietorship. So from that perspective, a DBA may be the least tax advantageous business structure. But again, it's the easiest one to set up. And, and for me, I just find it to be the most convenient uh, way to operate as a, uh, as a one-member law firm. Now, with an LLC or an S-corporation, those give you the flexibility to hold your net revenues in the business account, and you don't end up paying taxes on those unless and until you take your distributions. So in other words, the LLC or the S-corporation don't file their own taxes. It's only you as the owner or shareholder of that who pays taxes on your own income. But you also do have to pay yourself a base salary because you're going to be an employee of that LLC or S corporation in addition to being the owner of it. So when you calculate and pay yourself that base salary that's paid throughout the year, you also do some withholdings from that paycheck. That helps you to plan an easier tax burden, just as if you were an employee of another business and you're having withholdings taken out of your paycheck. So essentially, because you're an employee, in addition to being a shareholder of your own business, that's more tax advantageous for you. Now, a larger corporation, such as a C corporation, faces an issue called double taxation. The C corporation has to not only file its own tax return, but the shareholders of the corporation also have to file their individual tax returns on the income and distributions that they get from the C corporation. So yeah, it has a double tax issue, but it's also a good corporate form to have when the corporation reaches a certain size and a certain revenue threshold. And also with a C corporation, it makes it much easier to add shareholders and to be, for example, publicly traded. Again, that's not something that a lot of small and medium business owners here in Texas will have to think about, but that's something that could happen down the road. Let's shift gears a little bit and talk about something else that many small business owners sweat and fear, potential liability situations. Let's talk about insurance. What kinds of insurance do I need to get for my business to protect myself, to protect my bottom line? Great question. And I would encourage people not to shy away from insurance because it's important and valuable protection for you to have for your business. For a lot of businesses, you can buy what's called a commercial general liability policy. Frequently in the industry, we just call that a CGL, a commercial general liability policy. Most of them, they're not that expensive to get, particularly if you're a small business and you don't have many employees or maybe none at all. Most CGL policies will, will typically have a $1 million per occurrence liability limit, but you could um, purchase more if you need it. You can also self-insure your property, your equipment, and other tools of the trade that you use in your business, for example. Secondly, if you employ drivers, if any part of your business involves driving or delivery, you're going to need to have 
a commercial auto policy that covers those vehicles and covers any issues that may come about from your drivers accidentally hitting some third party out there, or that also covers the business vehicles themselves. Thirdly, if you render any kind of professional services, you're going to need professional liability coverage, which is often called malpractice insurance. Lawyers have that. I do, for example. Doctors and other healthcare providers definitely have to have it. Uh, engineers have it. CPAs have it. So there's a lot of different professions where it's really important to have that additional professional liability coverage uh, for how they render their services. Now, one big advantage, even though you're paying upfront for the insurance, when you have a claim filed against you, your insurance company is going to go ahead and take care of that claim at no further out-of-pocket cost to you. You just have to cooperate and comply with the investigation that your insurance company does. And furthermore, if you get sued as a result of that claim, because of the fact that you have insurance coverage, your insurance company goes ahead and retains a defense counsel for you, so you get legal representation again at no out-of-pocket cost to you. That is a huge cost savings. Just keep in mind, if you're a small business and you're looking to hire an attorney, even a solo attorney like me, the billable rates can rack up pretty quickly if you're paying out-of-pocket for legal defense and potentially for settlement or judgment that may be rendered against you for a claim that somebody makes against your business. Lastly, I would say that there's other insurance types that you should think about, particularly if you're a solo or small business owner. Things such as business interruption insurance, which can help you if there's going to be some uh, act of God or other thing that's going to cause your business to go down, even temporarily. Uh, second of all, if you don't have a steady paycheck because you, again, are, are your own business owner, you should think about things like short and long-term disability insurance. You know, what if something happens to you and you can't do the amount of work that you need to do to keep your business going? Uh, these are the kinds of things you should think about. It's easy to get into business. It's just as easy to get into business the wrong way. And that's why it's important to have a competent business attorney on your side to help protect you and help guide you through these decisions, either as you're starting up, maybe you're looking to purchase a business. Ali can help you with that as well. Any number of things relating to business law, you want to make sure, the bottom line, you want to make sure that you have all your legal exposures covered. Ali can help you with that. Schedule a consultation today, 512-879-1935 on the web at actarlaw.com. That's A-K-H-T-A-R-L-A-W.com. Ali, let's talk a little bit about that consultation process. What should I expect when I pick up the phone and dial 512-879-1935 and schedule that consultation? What should I expect? What should I look for? What's important when deciding to work with a business attorney? Well, the first and most important thing is you want an attorney who's going to ask a lot of questions and take the time to really listen, take good notes, and really learn about your business. Because every business is unique. And how can a lawyer help you unless he really understands the goods and the services that you provide and the unique challenges and issues of your industry? You know, beware the attorney that's going to, you know, whip out their standard cost sheet and tell you, I do this for this amount and I do that for that amount, and who wants to really take a cookie-cutter approach uh, to handling your business. You want somebody who's really going to take the time to understand what it is that makes your business tick, what are your goals, what are you trying to achieve, and what are the challenges and problems that you're going to be facing in that particular industry. Second of all, you want somebody who's looking for ways to help with your bottom line, but also while keeping you compliant with the laws and the regulations that govern this particular industry. The best way I like to think about it is, is he going to help you cut costs? Yes, that's good. Is he going to help you cut corners? No, that's bad. Lastly, 
beware of somebody who wants to pose as an expert in everything. You know, legal fields can be very specialized, and I don't pretend that I can be every business's lawyer. I have to be honest and upfront when a particular industry or legal issue is just outside of my wheelhouse if I'm not experienced at that. Uh, I tell the client that and I suggest a good referral to them. And clients appreciate that honesty because they'd rather hear that upfront than get a big bill later because the lawyer is trying to, you know, climb up a steep learning curve and doing it on the client's dime. I have a, a really good network of colleagues that practice in other fields and, and I'm happy to make referrals to other professionals when, when a client needs it. And I do this as a courtesy because, again, I'm looking to help the client's bottom line. For example, if they have employees that are dealing with immigration issues, I, I have uh, a couple of really good qualified immigration attorneys I can refer them to. Or if it's a really specialized IRS tax issue, I'd rather refer that client out to talk to that kind of a tax attorney or a complex real estate purchase or sale. I'd rather have them talk to a really good real estate attorney. Some of those things that may be beyond my experience level, I'm, I'm happy to get somebody into the right hands. I'd rather see them in the right hands than, than try to get money off of them for doing something that I'm not fully comfortable handling. Our guest is attorney Ali Akhtar. Business law, our topic today. It's very important if you're looking to start a business or get into business, it's very important to have someone on your side to not only help protect your bottom line, but offer guidance and counsel to help you grow your business. As Ali just mentioned, it's important to help you cut costs, but not cut corners. And it's very important because you can easily get yourself into trouble with what you don't know when it comes to making sure that you are compliant with all the laws that apply to your business. Schedule a consultation today to talk about your particular situation, your unique situation. 512-879-1935 on the web at actarlaw.com. That's A-K-H-T-A-R-L-A-W.com. Ali, that just about wraps up our time today. Anything else that you'd like to cover before we wrap it up here? I welcome people to call, and it's really exciting and challenging to uh, start out your own business. And uh, there's nothing that, that makes me feel better than helping somebody do that successfully. Absolutely. Again, actarlaw.com, A-K-H-T-A-R-L-A-W.com, or 512-879-1935. Schedule that free, no-obligation consultation today. Ali, thanks so much for joining us today on Ask the Experts. We'll have you back next time. Thank you. I enjoyed it. And that wraps it up for today on Ask the Experts. Don't forget, if you have questions for any of our experts, you can email them, askthexperts at talk1370.com, and catch up with past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts. We'll see you next time right here on Talk 1370's Ask the Experts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.